0: And I think I'm going to call it finding routine when life is unpredictable. I am having a conversation in this one with Lisa, and I really enjoyed our conversation. I like Lisa a lot. And I just, I I think the things that she talks about, even though your life might not have the same exact um, situation as, as she does, which I don't think grammatically made sense what I just said, but you know what I mean? Even though you might not be in a situation that looks exactly like hers, how about that? I think you're going to relate to her challenges of kind of feeling like she's at the mercy of all the different things that she has to do around other people's schedules and how difficult that can make it to get into those routines at home. And so, anyway, we talk a lot about that. She um, is very open and shares her situation. And anyway, I just, it was a lovely conversation. So I'm going to do that. Before I do, I just want to remind you guys, and I'll remind you at the end again, that if you would like to be a kindred spirit, we talk about that. Um, Kindred spirits are patrons of the show at the $5 or more level per month, meaning they have chosen to, you know, contribute to the cost behind the show. But also they get the perks of like being in a private Facebook group where people share and encourage each other. Um, And that's also who I'm taking these strategy session applications from. Okay, because there's plenty of them. And so we're just kind of going through there. So that's kind of turned into another perk, even though it's not like I'm going to get to everybody or even everybody wants to but you know what I mean. Anyway, that's that's where I'm getting those from these people from that I am interviewing. So uh, if you're interested in knowing more about being a patron, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash a slob comes clean. And there's information there about how to go about doing that. Okay. Here's Lisa. Okay. I am here with Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hello. Why don't you take a minute just to introduce yourself? Tell me about your unique life situation.
1: Ah, So of course, my name is Lisa. I have been married for 29 years last month. Um, I was married to a soldier until three years ago when he retired, and then he became an over-the-road truck driver. We thought retiring meant that he would be home more often, but it does not. Um, He's gone for weeks and weeks and weeks at a time, and then he's home for maybe three or four days that are kind of a madhouse time as we try to get everything done that we needed to do all that time. Mm-hmm. and restock his truck with groceries, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, I also have three kids. Um, as of last month, all three are technically adults now, but they're all on the spectrum. They're all autistic. Um, okay. But they're, I don't like the term high-functioning. A lot of people really have a problem with that, and I kind of do too, but they are considered high-functioning. Okay. Um, so they each hold their jo- own jobs. Well, my youngest does not. He's still homeschooled. But my older two hold jobs, and they go to college, and my youngest eventually will also but they require a lot more support than, say, your neurotypical um, young people would. But my oldest is 28, and he is just now getting to the point where he's going to get his driver's license. Oh, That's exciting. It's extremely exciting and scary. Yes. Yes. But it's going to be more time at home for me. So I'm hoping that that means I'll actually get to get more accomplished around here. That's because exciting. currently I drive him down to um, his college, which is a 40-minute drive one way awesome. so that he can attend classes. And I stay because it seems silly to me to drive, to waste the gas and time to drive right. all the way back home and then back again. So I'm not here a whole lot. Okay, I'm always on the road. The best way to put it is that I've had my car for a year and I have managed to put over 25,000 miles on it in one year.
0: Wow, That's amazing. So can I ask <laughs> you what... What What is it about the term high-functioning? I, I don't know enough to know either way, but can you just explain? I'm just curious if you can explain what is it about that that just doesn't sit well with you. So when people think of high-functioning, they tend to think
1: of somebody who has autism, but that the autism doesn't really impact their life very much because, you know, they're high-functioning. Okay. That means that, you know, they can move through things pretty well with just a minor, you know, minimum amount of support. Okay. In fact, that's actually really not the case a lot of times. My daughter would be our highest functioning of my three kids. And I'm going to say that she's the one who struggles the most. Interesting. Um, She has depression, anxiety that are all, um, they're considered comorbid diagnoses along with the autism. Okay. But when you add everything in together, she has such a difficult time. And a lot of times the kids that are considered higher functioning Part of the reason why they have a harder time is that they they're aware of the fact that they come across as socially awkward. That makes sense. They're aware of the fact that they have difficulty in different areas, and so it impacts them even greater than someone who would be considered lower functioning, who might not be aware of the fact that oh wow I seem really awkward because it just okay. you know it it doesn't affect them because they don't even realize it. See what I'm saying? I do. I do. I see. Does that make
0: sense? It does. And I, I just I. Yeah. I like to hear things from the people who are actually living it, and so you know I've heard that term a lot, and so I'm I'm really interested to hear your experience with that. So thank you for that. Kind of off. Oh yeah, that's fine. but, But um, but okay. So your unique life situation is that I mean I know for me the whole driving people everywhere stuff makes me feel like it's very hard to get started on anything because it's like the minute I get started, I've got to just leave, you know, and it's the leaving and it's the not being in control of my time and all that. And I mean, I'm sure it's the same way for you. I'm thankful for those times. Like I love those times with my kids, but it is a real challenge to get things done in the home, especially for those of us who struggle anyway in the home, right?
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay. So that's where you're coming from. Um, I'm curious on your, was your husband deployed much when he was in the military?
1: He was. um, So he came back in in 1998. He had been in back in the 80s and he was out for the first, I'd say about eight years of our marriage. And when he came back in, of course, like I said, 98 is when he came in. 2001 was right around the corner. So then he began to have back-to-back deployments to Iraq. And his deployments would be anywhere, like his first one was 14 months, and wow. he was gone for a year, and he was gone for 15 months. So yes. And then we had other deployments, like to Kosovo for nine months, Bosnia for six months. Yeah. So you thought, yay, he's going to be home. And guess what? <laughs> I'm more of yeah, the same no. in some ways. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I get to talk to him every day, which is really nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, he's only here. I figured it out he's here about a month out of the entire year.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm impressed with all that you have to deal with. So (laughs) that is, that, that gives us a lot of framework for what we're talking about. So tell me, okay, first of all, here's a question I haven't been asking people, but that I should. And that is how long would you say you have been in, like, how long have you been it sounds weird to say, how long have you been listening to my podcast or whatever it is? Like, how long have you been really focused on working on your home and trying out some of these strategies?
1: It's actually been a year this, um, this month. Okay. Now, last January, my daughter actually introduced me to you and your podcast. Oh, really?
0: Because she was trying to make some improvement in her room. Yes. Oh, interesting. That's yeah. great. So you do have some support there in thinking of things the same way and... Mm-hmm working that's great okay so what strategy has made the biggest impact on your home definitely the dishwashing okay <laughs> it
1: really has cuz we tend not to eat until my kids work till 7 at night okay and so we don't get to eat dinner until then but then my daughter's um her her day starts at 8am well she has to be at work at 8am so okay. she and i are both up at 650 so when you're eating not eating dinner till 7 it's really hard to keep your kitchen clean, at least for me it is. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, we're kind of in that phase of life right now too where it's more, much more – you know, I used to – when the kids were little, I was really passionate about eating at, you know, 6 o'clock or whatever, and now right. it's – everybody has different things going on, and so it's usually well after 7 by the time we're all home, and, I, you know, it's, I want to stay together as much as we can. So, so yeah. Right. So just as far as it being late and you're already exhausted, is that what you're talking mm-hmm. about is – yeah. Oh yes,
1: definitely. And then, of course, we are a non dishwasher family. Okay, so it's <laughs> all we hand-brush. don't have any room for uh, for a dishwasher in our kitchen at all. So it was taking us quite a while to adjust. And we've been here; it'll be six years this May in this house. Okay. So without that dishwasher, but until very recently, we struggled with the dishes thing, and we could have days upon days of dishes piled up in that kitchen. And then I don't feel comfortable cooking in a dirty kitchen. Right which sounds
0: so snooty to me, um, but I just don't. I think don't. it's normal. I think that's normal. Yeah. yeah. So, so, tell, so even though you are hand-washing, mm-hmm. it's still the same principles, correct? As far as yes. them everyday dishes, math works the same way. Yes, yes. Having a routine is more important than having a dishwasher. It really is. And then something that you told me in your,
1: our Patreon group, I had asked because – we struggle with getting them done at night because we're just so tired. Right. So we end up getting them done in the morning. And you had commented that as long as we're getting them all done at least once a day. And when we thought about that and we we accepted that, we feel a lot better about it and we're doing it more. That's great. I don't know why, but it's like because we had that
0: affirmation, I guess. Well, I think one thing okay. yeah, I, I feel like it's the same concept as the five minute pickup, what I'm so big on with that because assigning a task to a certain time of day, when that time of day may, you might hit it some days and you might hit it other, might not hit it other days. Mm-hmm. There's something for me about when I say this has to be done before bedtime. Now, ideally, I know that is what works the best, but right. if I tell myself that that's when the dishes have to be done and then I miss it, then for some reason with my personality, I end up saying, okay, tonight I'm going to do better instead of just doing the dishes the next morning. Do you know what I mean? So instead saying yeah. the dishes have to be done every day. It doesn't matter what time they happen, but they have to be done every single day because setting up a time for those of us with tea Pad. do you have tea Pad? Definitely okay. <laughs> for those who might not know, TPAD is time passage awareness disorder, <laughs> but um, you know, sometimes it's like life just goes on, and oh my goodness, how long has it been since I did the dishes? But for those of us with TPAD, I think that setting a specific time is so um, it can be really damaging because of that tendency to go, okay, then tonight I'll do it, and then you forget, and then tonight I do it, and then all of a sudden it's overwhelming. So I'm excited to hear that that has been helpful for you to just let go of that.
1: It really, really has, and so we've been keeping up with our dishes so much better, and now we're able to eat more meals at home, Mm
0: -hmm. which is
1: awesome, uh, because I prefer for us to be eating meals that I cook rather than junk from other places, (laughs) so it's just been a really nice thing, because before I would feel like I was a failure if I woke up in the morning and my kitchen was, you know, the dishes weren't completely done, et cetera, et cetera, Now, now that we have the idea that we can get them done in the morning, we're making sure that before we go to bed, at least somebody rinses the dishes, wipes the counter, so it doesn't look awful. Mm -hmm. We just have dishes that need to get washed. And now that's start. Yes, yes. And I'm not waking up to a kitchen that looks like an explosion happened. Yes. You know, it still looks halfway decent. It just has some dishes that need to get washed. And also, I'm washing the dishes more often during the day. Because for some reason before, I used to look at the dishes as this thing that was preventing me from getting everything else done. Uh So I would not work on the dishes during the day. I would let the breakfast dishes and the lunch dishes all pile up Uh so that by the time we went to, you know, we ate dinner and added those dishes to it, wow, we had quite a pile going in there. Now I'm going ahead and looking at the dishes as my priority. So I'm knocking them out during the day and it doesn't actually take that much time.
0: I know. Isn't that crazy?
1: It really is. So then when we wake up the next morning, we're only really dealing with the dishes from dinner and not even all of them because I'm using another one of your concepts, which is to have um, a dishpan of you know soapy water going in the sink while I'm cooking. So I end up washing several of the dishes that I'm using to cook and they're clean also. So there's not nearly as many
0: dirty dishes in the morning when we wake up. Does that make sense? It does. I do want to clarify. I don't think I've ever said that, but I think that's something that fly lady recommends. I remember that from when I used to follow her years and years before I started my own. <laughs> but yeah, I think that that's um, yeah. And that's incredibly helpful. And I think here's what I, I feel like, cause we're about to talk about laundry day too. Cause you put that on your questionnaire. I think it's that having a goal of just finishing the dishes for some reason, that knowing that I'm going to finish the dishes at a certain time then shifts in my brain and lets me like get ahead on that. As mm-hmm. opposed to feeling like feeling like I'm always and forever doing the dishes, we're always eating, I'm always doing dishes. Instead, it it's like, oh, I'm gonna do these real quick now because that's gonna make it easier when I actually have to meet that goal. Right. It. Yeah, it's a weird psychological thing. Hmm. Anyway, (laughs) that's (laughs) great. Let's talk about one of this episode's sponsors, BetterHelp. Here on the podcast, I talk about steps and strategies for breaking through decluttering paralysis. But if you're struggling with something more serious, like grief, anxiety, trauma, or depression, check into BetterHelp. BetterHelp is online counseling, that allows you to connect with a licensed professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. So you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your therapist. BetterHelp has 3,000 us licensed therapists across all 50 States. If you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. You can start communicating in under 24 hours, though. I do want to be clear. This isn't a crisis line. One big advantage, since I know I have readers all over the place, is that there is a broad expertise in the network, which might not be locally available in your area. Financial aid is available for those who qualify. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option. A Slob Comes Clean listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code CLEAN. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com CLEAN. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com CLEAN. So tell me about laundry day. You said that that has been also helpful in your home.
1: It really has. So that was actually the very first, even though you say start with the dishes, I started with laundry last year.
0: You can start with whatever you want to start with. <laughs> yes.
1: Because my laundry room was piled with so much dirty laundry. I've never been good at it up until recently. But prior to last year, I had just finished up having, or uh, basically mending from a um, broken kneecap, oh, which wow. was preventing me from going up and down the stairs to get to do the laundry. And then after my, um, after my knee started getting better, then I had sprained my ankle, so I had a six weeks from it, but I couldn't go up and down the stairs. Wow. And then my shoulder froze because it turns out that when I <laughs> fell and sprained my ankle, I had torn my rotator cuff. Oh my goodness! So I was having a difficult time with doing laundry with a frozen yeah. shoulder too. So I was relying on my um, my children, and of course. You know, they were just doing the bare minimum to get us through. I so clothes it. were piling up even more than they normally would have piled up for me. And, and they, were, they normally do pile up for me too <laughs> yeah. back then. Um, but anyway, though, I started with the laundry day. And it took me probably about a week to dig our way out of all of the laundry. And then I applied your container concept. Okay. And I started going through the um, clothing and only keeping what could actually fit in my closet and in my dresser. And that has been such a life changer for us. We have clean clothes most of the time now. Yeah. Occasionally we have, you know, setbacks, but they're, they're easy to come back from now because I don't have this backlog of a lot of dirty laundry. Yes. Um, my son is wearing clothing that I buy for him for that season. Instead of me buying him clothing and then thinking, where did that shirt that I buy him go? And then, you know, maybe for a shirt for the summer. And then, let's say in the winter, I happen to get through an entire hamper's worth of laundry and go, "Oh, well, there's that shirt that I bought for the summer. Now he's grown; he never wore it." I can relate. To that. Yeah, I totally can relate. <laughs> yes. to that. So it's been a really, really awesome thing. And when our hot water heater um, broke down this week, and we had to have the plumber come out yesterday. My laundry room looked pretty decent because I didn't have piles of dirty laundry everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah, that was nice. I was still in that mindset of being embarrassed because I was so used to—I'm used to being embarrassed because I'm used to my laundry room looking like a disaster area. But I kept having to remind myself it doesn't. There might be a handful of towels waiting for the next laundry day in the bottom of one of the which hampers. which is normal. And that's it, because everybody else has their little bit of dirty laundry for the week, sitting in their own hampers in their bedrooms, and my laundry room looked halfway decent.
0: That's great. Yes, it was so nice. So let's talk about your questions that you had for me. What's your first question or situation you'd like to discuss?
1: So I always feel like we're falling off the wagon, and to be honest with you, because When things get crazy, like with the hot water heater, and then I had a thing with the power being out earlier this week, I don't work well in situations when things aren't like exactly the way they should be. I have a tendency to kind of um, become paralyzed, I guess, in a sense, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and not work through things. Then I struggle with getting myself to get back into the whole routine of things because I'm beating myself up basically um, because I fell off the wagon. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And so each time that I do that, then I wonder in my head, am I going to make keep, am I ever going to get to the point where I'm really making lasting change? See what I'm saying? I do. Because I fall off the wagon every single time that things, anything comes
0: up in life. Well, I feel like you've already answered your own question a little bit when you said, with laundry day, when you talked about that. You said it's so much better than it used to be. And even when life happens, it's easier to get back on track. And I, that you know, is true. for me, my personality tends to be, you know, the, the, one of the biggest things I had to overcome when I really finally made real progress in my home was resisting my natural tendency to want to reinvent the wheel every time I got off track, you know, mm-hmm. It's that, okay, well, that didn't work. So now I have to do something completely different. But I think really focusing on the fact that you have made huge progress on the dishes. And I mean, you know, the reality is that you had a kid that just turned 18. Who knows what's coming for that child and how that's going to throw everything completely off again. You know, I mean, it's kind of like I talked about, I don't know if you've listened to the one with Renanda. Um, I I mean, her life completely changed and it's just Okay we know what the basics are. We know that dishes are the basics. We know that laundry needs to stay under control, but maybe Monday's laundry day now needs to be Thursday and Friday or, you know, whatever, but just kind of going back to those basics and saying, I have made this work in the past. The fact that my schedule changed does not mean that the basics have changed. It's just where they're gonna fit into things. Okay. And and even mm-hmm. when your your life does continue to go on and it, you know, you're like, well, nothing's really changed, but I just fell off track. Just reminding yourself, okay, as much as I want to just change how I'm doing everything, I'm gonna go back to what was working. I'm gonna go back to the dishes and focusing on that. And then just to remember that overall your house is better. Like I'm assuming your house is better just by the fact that you've decluttered a lot of clothes, right? Yes. Yeah, oh, just definitely. That simple fact is like, oh wait, life used to be more difficult and used to get off track more quickly and be harder to come back from because I simply had so much more stuff in my house. And so, you know, remember things are better. Perfect. That's never going to happen. <laughs> But but they are better. And to take that and go, okay, well, if, if things are better because I got rid of a lot of clothes, I'm gonna keep focusing on decluttering. And if I mm-hmm. keep focusing on decluttering, that's going to make it easier to come back in other areas. You know, maybe it's dishes, maybe it's pots and pans and things, you know, declutter those things and then it's gonna be that much easier to come back from, you know, falling off the wagon or is it off the wagon or on the wagon? I never remember. <laughs> anyway. Off the wagon. Yes. Okay, off the wagon, falling <laughs> off the wagon, um, you know, in that area or if we declutter the living room and really, really, really get that down to what we absolutely have to have, then it's just less stuff to get out of control and it it helps with that ongoing progress. And I feel like, you know, we've talked about awkward pauses a lot on mm-hmm. the podcast and that is the thing I think about with your unique situation is, you know, especially if you've got three different people that you're driving to three different life situations, I'm guessing you have a lot of awkward pauses, right? I do. (laughs) Yeah. And because it is, I mean, it's like, okay, so I come home and I'm home for what, 10 minutes and then I have to go take Mm -hmm. somebody else somewhere else. And what's the point of doing anything in 10 minutes? And so remembering the whole it's possible to make decluttering progress in 30 seconds by throwing away trash or, you know, just really keeping that front of mind so that you can really focus on that and, you know, and, and look at it from that perspective of, I know what I'm going to do. I'm, when I have an awkward pause, I'm going to declutter. Like that's what I'm going to do, even though it's not perfect because, you know, that's just life situation as you don't right. have prolonged amounts of time there. Does that help?
1: It does. Yes. Okay. It really does. It's actually making me think about my garage okay. <laughs> and that I can start tackling it that way because currently we cannot fit a car in there at all. And we desperately need to be able to because we live in Colorado Springs. Oh. We get large hail here, which you guys get large hail down in Texas. I've I've read some news reports too. We do. Um, hail to the point where it, it can total a car yeah. um, because the hail is just smashing everything. So eventually we need to be able to park our vehicle in the, in the garage, yeah. but I look at the garage and it's so jam packed that it feels overwhelming. But if I can start doing like you're saying, just a little tiny bit at a time, yes. then maybe it won't feel as overwhelming and I, I should be able to make progress that way.
0: Remember that every time you do it, it's going to be that much easier to do it the next time too. You know, because I think sometimes I go, okay, I've got 10 minutes a day between the time I get home from taking this kid and then the time I have to take this kid, that's 10 minutes a day. If I do this much every day and then I'm planning too far ahead and instead I need to go, I have an awkward pause right this second. I'm going to go work on the garage for 10 minutes and because I see actual progress because I'm throwing trash away, Mm -hmm. then the next time it's that much easier for it to cross my mind and for me to be motivated to get out there and work for another 10 minutes. And then that builds on that too, you know, so focus on the next time uh, of doing that. And I think you'll make real progress. Okay. I'm going to give that a try. I
1: really am. Maybe that will be my thing that I'll see how, how far ahead I've moved by next January. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Are you able to work out
0: out there during the winter? Is it too cold?
1: So in Colorado, you get a, you'll have a day where your high might be 30, and then the very next day, your high might be a, in the 60s.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: So I'm just going to pick the days that are warmer, where I've got a little bit of time, like you said, and just go out there and do something. Because I'll, when I'm out there, we have um, a chest freezer and a, um, another refrigerator out there. I'll look around and say, why do we even have that anymore? We don't use that. And so there are so many things that we can get rid of along with a lot of trash because we store a lot of things out there like, um, oh, yes. aluminum foil, you know, all the extras, extra, um, napkins, that kind of thing. And when my kids finish up a p- something, they have a tendency just to drop the trash. They kind of leave it where it was. Yeah. So it's not like nasty trash, but it's like plastic wrappers, it's cardboard plastic. boxes, yeah. that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah.
0: Let's talk about Butcher Box. Y'all know I like to always have meat ready to go in my freezer. Butcher Box is the most affordable and convenient way to get healthy, humanely raised meat. With Butcher Box, you get the highest quality meat for around $6 a meal. And they even have free shipping nationwide, except for Alaska and Hawaii. Sorry. This high quality meat comes straight to my door in a box. Get it? Butcher Box. The meat is frozen. It's individually vacuum packed. So I don't have to divide anything up or repackage anything. It's done. I just take it out of the box, stick it in my freezer, and it's ready to go for cooking delicious meals. Each box has nine to 11 pounds of meat enough for 24 individual meals and is packed fresh and shipped frozen and vacuum sealed. So it stays that way plus I can customize my box or go with one of theirs. Either way, I get exactly what I want. Right now, Butcher Box is offering new members ground beef for life. That's two pounds of ground beef in every box for the life of their subscription, plus $20 off their first box. Just go to ButcherBox, that's B-U-T-C-H-E-R-B-O-X.com slash slob, or enter the promo code slob at checkout. That's butcherbox.com slash slob, or enter promo code slob at checkout. All right, well, what's your second question that you wanted to go over?
1: So I'm constantly on the go. um, And sometimes it feels like with the amount of errands that we have, you know, running to stores, running to the pharmacy to pick up a medicine for one of my children, um, all those kind of things, that I'm never, ever at home. And I'm thinking that I could maybe consolidate things a little bit better to where I do have more time at home. But I'm also really bad at telling people no about things too. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, do you have any strategies that you use to go ahead and, um, and maximize the amount of time that you have at home? See what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I do. Or to maximize the amount of time you have at home? A couple of things that come to mind are um, – I'll try to apply this to your situation, but something I say every single time I try to say every time I speak to a mops group, which is mothers of preschoolers is I will, whatever day of the week it is right then. Like, so like I spoke at one this week on a Monday and I said, "Okay, everybody repeat after me. I'm sorry, I can't do Mondays. And my point is go ahead and make Mondays your mop stay because I'm so passionate about those types of groups being a priority in people's lives because they were so impactful in my own life when I had the preschoolers. And so my point is, you know, sometimes life just kind of sweeps you up and you feel like you're just riding out on the wave and you can't have any control. If you feel out of control because you just feel like your schedule is just going and you're like, what just happened? You know? And so my point in telling moms to do that is to say, when you're going to the doctor's office, especially for moms of preschoolers who have every other week, oh yeah, maternity appointments and newborn appointments and stuff like that, just say the words, I can't have an appointment on a Monday, just to be able to make sure you're able to come to MOPS as often as you can. And so a similar thing for you would be you know, can you designate certain days? Like, let's say there's a day that your son has the most classes and mm-hmm. you have an actual chunk of time in a certain area. So when you have to make a doctor's appointment or when somebody asks you, Hey, can you help out with whatever you say? I can do Tuesday mornings between nine and 11. And then mm-hmm. that's not saying no, if you right. want to do it otherwise you say sorry i can't do it um but but if it's something that you're like i would like to be able to do that you say this is the time i have available because i'm already out of the house anyway you know and so it's it's that mm-hmm. when i have to make doctors appointments or when i have to make you know do grocery shopping or whatever i'm going to do it on such and such day so that i can maximize that time that i'm out of the house anyway and then you also if somebody says you know, let's say that such and such semester, it turns out that you have Thursdays at home, like Thursdays where you actually don't have to do more than take, you know, maybe a run in the morning and a run at night or whatever. And so for that Tuesday for me right now. Okay. So it's Tuesday for you right now. So you say, uh, when someone asks you to do something, you say, I can't do Tuesdays. When Mm -hmm. you have to schedule things, I I can't do Tuesdays. You don't have to explain to anybody why you can't do Tuesdays, but you know, for me, as somebody who jumps on any project and never thinks about the consequences to my home, (laughs) I have to. What I do, right, right. I have to make that as no, that's my at-home day, and that's as important to protect as. Mm -hmm any of these other obligations that you have is like, I'm not, and obviously things are going to come up that you don't have right. any voice over, but like, let's say that you're volunteering to do whatever with, I'm not sure what your situation on, you know, church or whatever it is that where people ask you to do things and it's hard to say no, you know, whatever it is. do theater? You, oh, <laughs> no, we had that in common. <laughs> Uh, but for real though, so if it's community theater, especially if they go, Lisa is always willing to do such and such. She's talented. She's somebody we can count on. She's somebody who we can call on and we know she's always excited to help with things. You can still be all of that mm-hmm. and say, I can't do Tuesdays. I mean, now maybe you have rehearsal in the evening. I don't know, but we do, but you could have your daytime on Tuesday. I can't do Tuesdays. Right. And that, that kind of mentality is very helpful for me, you know, and, and I think it's that same concept of the, you know, assigning days of the weeks for certain cleaning tasks, you know, right. which is not necessarily what I do right now, but that was very, very helpful for me in the beginning. And it was because I just needed to know when such and such was going to happen. And for you, you need to know when are you actually going to have some time at home? I can't do Tuesday. yeah So, um. I hope that. Another thing, too, that I thought of, (laughs) and you may not want, (laughs) which kind of answers this question, but I thought of it earlier, and then I knew you were going to ask this question, so I thought I'd say it now. You know, if you're taking your son to his classes Mm -hmm. and you need some stuff to do, finding yourself a donation drop off during that time, if you know that you can just stick stuff in your car and I'll drop that off after I drop him at class, you know.
1: That is an excellent idea because there is a um, thrift store, maybe even a half a mile down the road at the very most. That's perfect. From his college campus. I like that. I had not thought about that. I've gone into the thrift store to buy things.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you you specifically said that when you go out there to get stuff out of the freezer, you see something and think, why do we have that? So if you tell yourself, one of the things that I do while he is in class is I drop things off at the thrift store. Well, Mm -hmm. you can go ahead in that exact moment and say, I'm not going to forget to eat. I'm not going to forget to feed my family. So I'm going to go ahead and take this thing to the car, stick it in the car right now, and then come back because I know I'll remember to come back to the freezer. I just might not remember to come back to this item to stick it in the car. So I'm going to go ahead and stick it in the car right now so that it's there and I can drop him off at school and then go drop off some donations. That is an excellent idea. I like that. So I think it's that putting things into a this is when this is gonna happen. Cause I have a tendency and I feel like it's one of those things that I've kind of accomplished, maybe too much. Sometimes I'm way too willing to say no now. But um mm-hmm. but I feel like my natural tendency is to be like anything that sounds fun or interesting, I'm like, sure, I can do that. I can do that. And then all of a sudden yes. my schedule is completely full. And so yeah. it's just that saying no, this period of time is for such and such, you know, even if you don't know what you're going to do on Tuesdays, Mm -hmm. to say that nothing else can happen on a Tuesday, that's my day at home is completely valid.
1: I really like that. That would just give me a lot of relief, to be honest with you, to think in my head, the Tuesdays are my day that I can have at home.
0: Yes. It really, really would. Well, good, good. I hope that's helpful. Okay. Third question.
1: So how do you stick to things? How do you get motivated to you know to keep on going? Because since my life gets so crazy with running people everywhere. Oh, and I forgot to mention earlier that I also happen to homeschool. And so my life just seems like it's always going, going, going. When I'm at home and have a free day, like Tuesday now, <laughs> my go-to thing that I want to do is just like Zach will say to me, my youngest, let's watch uh, he's in a Star Wars kick right now. Let's watch a Star Wars movie. And so when we sit down and watch a Star Wars movie, it's not just a two-hour thing because Zachary likes to turn the movie off and have discussions about the movie. So we're talking hours of watching Star Wars. And I, it's important to get to do those things with him. But I've got to find the motivation to sometimes say, hey, sweetheart, let me get this accomplished first, and then we can go ahead
0: and watch Star Wars together. See what I'm saying? I feel like you just answered your own question. And it also goes with what we were already talking about. And that is to put it on the schedule. Mm-hmm. You know, to just say, this is, you know, and maybe it is a two-hour period where you have at home or something like that. Maybe it's Tuesday. Maybe, it, maybe it's not. But just to say, okay, this, we're going to put these things on the schedule and then bring in other stuff around it, you know. Right. Um, it, does he ever go with you when you drop off the other son at college and then y'all can do one of these zoo trips or fun things while the brother's um, in class? Or So before
1: the semester, he did not want to. He would stay at home and we were having a huge problem with that because I love my young, young man, but he kind of is a walking, he leaves a trail. Let's just okay, say that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he lost his cell phone. Um, which I feel really bad for him about in one respect, but it means that as far as my rules go, he now has to go anywhere that I go because we don't have a house phone. Ah. So yes, he is going with me down there, which I'm using the ride down there to make him work on math. Mm -hmm. I use the ride home to make him do free reading. And so yes, we could go ahead and, you know, add in other things to do while we're waiting on Christopher while Chris is in class. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, that's a good idea. I think I had mentioned this at some point. I don't know. But, you know, I have an 18 year old as well. And it just hit me the other day or a couple weeks ago, you know, the whole, oh my goodness, he's 18. This is it, you know, (laughs) because he's planning on leaving. Um, And I was like, okay, we're going to do Thursday lunches. You know, cause mm-hmm. he gets out a little bit early from school. So he gets, I mean, it's right. lunch, but it's, you know, whatever we can call it lunch. And so I just told him every Thursday, you're, we're going to go out to lunch and this will be our second mm-hmm. semester of your, you know, senior year thing. And so then the other siblings right. are like, <laughs> he keeps telling my daughter, he's like, you won't turn 18 until April. So you won't hardly get any of these lunches. And I was like, what? Yes, he's just joking, but anyway, he's just being a jerk. To his sister. I'm like, no, we'll just do second semester of your junior Anyway, whatever. But for me, yesterday was Thursday mm-hmm. and I was like, I have stuff I could be doing, but because it was on the schedule mm-hmm. and because I know it's every Thursday, it's like that changes how I view my days. It changes how I view my week because I'm like, this is the day that we do this, you know? So even right. if it's... We have a special breakfast place that we go on Mondays when we drop him off or something. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. like, because then I feel like even though we may not be doing all these different crazy things, right? As a mom, you know how it is. I mean, you're like, I want these times with my kid and I don't want to waste yeah. them. And, and so it, it's making me go, okay, we have those times and mm-hmm. anything else will be great, but we know we have those times. And so, but, but I think the point is putting it on the schedule makes a huge difference in how in letting me rest, you know, and I'm not even a big to-do list person. I lose the list if I try to make a to-do list. But right. Just having it on the schedule, especially having it on the recurring schedule for me, Mm -hmm. it allows me to not have this nagging feeling that this semester is just gonna be gone and I'll regret. You know, it's like I've gone ahead and eliminated my fear of having regrets because I know it's on the schedule. Does that make sense?
1: It does. And I, I actually, my wheels are turning in my, my brain right now uh-huh. um, because with technology, we have unlimited data. We bought an iPad about a year ago. I could carry the iPad with us down there. Well, he carries the iPad anyway because he listens to music on it while he's busy working on his math. He and I could set aside the time after we go ahead and drop Christopher off, drop something off at the thrift store, (laughs) grab our lunch at Subway, which is what we generally do. We could sit in the car and watch a movie or at least get through as much of it as we could. And then we could finish watching it and start on another one. The next time that we're down there busy doing the same thing while he's still in this movie kick, you know, I want to watch a movie with mom. This is our movie time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like my daughter and I have, I think I've mentioned the history chicks podcast and that's our thing. So it's like, if we are in the car, you know, and there's a new history chicks, we listen Mm -hmm. to it and you know, they're often very long and it takes a while, but it also is a lot of discussion. You know, we do a lot of pausing while we sit there and talk about whatever um, that they've talked about. And so it's just nice having those things. So I think that's a great idea that you could do the It's like you could have that movie time that he's wanting and say, yeah, that's what we do during this time period. Yes. And then
1: that'll give me more time on Tuesday to work on some things around the house because Zachary's already, and Zachary and I have already had our movie time, or we know that we're going to be having movie time again on the following day on Wednesday. Yes. So it'll be easier for me to say, hey, honey, that's actually planned for tomorrow. Yeah. Pick out out what movie we're going to watch
0: tomorrow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's great. Hey, I, like I think we've solved all of your problems. <laughs> i think I'm just so. kidding. <laughs> is there, is there uh, anything else that you wanted to talk about? Um, no, because we touched on my garage,
1: which was also something <laughs> that I have been thinking about <laughs> every time I've been walking out there lately. So Because yeah. spring, is, spring is around the corner, and that's when the hailstorms all start up. Okay. So that's when the garage comes back into my mind, because I don't think about it. I don't think about the garage, even though I'm going in and out of it, through just about all of the entire fall. And then half of winter, I'm not thinking about it. But then when spring starts to kind of come around the corner, I look at the garage and go, oh yeah. (laughs) I know, I know. We eventually need to be able to put a car in there because we can't keep on having our cars get totaled (laughs) every couple of years from (laughs) hail.
0: Oh yeah, really? Wow. Yeah, no, I, I completely understand that. Well, thank yeah. you so much Rudy. I do want to ask you to tell me what you love about the Kindred Spirits group.
1: So I actually have something very specific that happened today with the Kindred Spirits group. Okay. That's <laughs> so good. I belong <laughs> to, it's not the only organizing group that I belong to. Okay. But it is the kindest organizing group that I belong to. I belong to another one where um, moms will get on there and they'll post pictures of their children's rooms. And then people put such cruel things on there, you know, go in, you know, like, throw all of your children's things out on the front lawn and make them deal with it, throw it all away. Somebody even said, nail the children's clothes to the floor. Literally. Someone actually wrote that as a comment. Um, And so that actually kind of came up in the Kindred Spirits group this morning. Nobody was saying anything cruel. And I pointed out that, you know, I'm overly sensitive about the whole thing um, because I belong to that group. I think. Part of the reason why I belong to it is I like to try and remind people to please have compassion for their kids. And so, everybody in our group well, not everybody, but the people that commented, but I'm, you know, nobody said anything that was rude. And the people that commented back to me were so compassionate in Kindred Spirits. People are just kind in there. Yeah. I've never seen anybody say anything that's not nice to somebody else or to make somebody feel judged or to make them feel bad about the situation that they're currently in. Everybody is uplifting. They try to uplift one another, so or lift up one another. Um, yeah, and I appreciate that so much.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't know how it helps to shame somebody, you know. So, no. so I really appreciate that um, that people are that way. So it's been it's been fun. As you, I'm sure you know. You know, I was so scared for years to mm-hmm. do a group like that because I didn't want it to turn into. Right what I had heard about I've never been part of one but I just heard these different things and i've I've been part of other groups where I <laughs> left pretty quickly because I was like people are rude you know um, Yes. but no it just it, it's just a, a lovely place so um, I really appreciate your time I appreciate you doing this and I think it's going to be helpful for other people because um, whether or not people's husbands drive trucks and are gone for a long time <laughs> and they homeschool and they have adult children I think that there are a lot of different, you know, challenges that you've mm-hmm. uh, been really good about sharing that uh, all of us face, you know, as far as right predictable schedules and all that kind of stuff. So thank you very much for your time. Thank you, Dana.
1: I really appreciate it.
0: All right. Did you guys love that conversation with Lisa? Thank you for um, listening. And I love personally hearing the different situations that people go through and yet... We're all the same. Like we all we we struggle with these things. And so we feel like, yes, I get it, I get it, I get it, even though our lives may not look exactly the same, which just kind of makes me feel all warm and fuzzy. But anyway, um, I enjoyed that conversation. If you're interested in being a patron of the show, again, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash a slop comes clean. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.